The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will be streamed live. Welcome to a brand spanking new episode of Critical and Thinking with Ty Barnett and Ian Harris. It's an it's another day in Trumplandia. It is, um, but you know what? We're gonna learn to find a silver lining in all of this shit now, because we got a few different things we're gonna talk about. But, and this is how I've, I've described it, man. We've been on a constant treadmill of something for like the <laughs> of past something. of something, man. Something. It, it, it's something for like the past three years now. Constant, like there has been no downtime, right. none. Every as a matter of fact, the treadmill either, either speeds up or the <laughs> incline is 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 increased. That's all it is. So we have to learn how to kind of maneuver through this and, and try to find some 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 good stuff that's going on still. I mean, the fact that we're both breathing is an amazing thing. We have family that are still breathing. That's an amazing thing. Yes. So we're gonna we're gonna look at those good things. We're gonna talk movies, even though one of the two people sitting here <laughs> has not seen the John Wick franchise yet. And no. one of these two people is really good at fighting motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm not gonna say who, but that's, I want that person to get his, his get his time together and go watch it. So we got yeah, a few things to cover to on this episode. So uh, what are we starting with, Mr. Harris? Uh, you know, I, we could start with anything. We haven't. We you can start with the, the movie that I have not seen since <laughs> I ain't gonna watch it while we're sitting here. <laughs> right, John Wick. Let me tell you, man. To I just saw part three a few days ago, right. and dude, it is honestly better than the first two. It, it, in my personal opinion, is better than the first two. Keanu Reeves is one of them guys that has been blessed in Hollywood because he didn't fall off. He never falls off. Like, he right. kind of don't hear from him for a minute, right. and then you say, oh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. This is his second coming. This is honestly better than the Matrix franchise. The first one, the first, looking back on it, the first Matrix is the only one. <laughs> the only one that I'm like I can watch over and over again. Right. Them last two, especially that last one, I felt like I was in trigonometry class. I'm like, what the fuck is this? What did we win? Did right. we lose? What the fuck? Yeah, see, I, I was never that big of a of the Matrix fan because, in general, the Matrix stuff for me. The problem I had with the Matrix is that I didn't. I got this thing where I don't like movies that the entire thing is people go, oh, you got to see the special effects. Yeah. I'm like, no, I want to see the story and the, and, I, and it's like, That's and when, when it comes to martial arts, being a martial artist, I actually want to see them do martial arts. Yeah. So it's like, like, oh, when you I, love it, like I love Jet Li movies when Jet Li is doing it, but not when they're doing the ropes and wires. I mean, not yeah. that I don't, don't like those, but I'd rather go, that motherfucker just did that. Yeah. I don't want to go, yeah, they picked him up by a wire and they swung him around. So like- Like when, you don't like the like, crouching tigger, hidden dragon, yeah, I mean, aeronautics. I, that, those movies are okay, but I don't watch those for the martial arts. So when I when I see the, you know, the Matrix and it's like, you know, Keanu Reeves jumps up in the air and then it freezes and it spins around him and then he <clears throat> he flies through the air. I'm like, oh, why? So I-, I so Just so I'm, you know, I, I used to do that all the time. Yeah, exactly. Just, just so I'm, like, you know. I'm like, I'm, I'm watching this just, just so they can go, check out this new trick we learned. Right. Like that, that, and I'm like, you know- I want to see. I want to see. I want the other trick. I want to see. I want to see Keanu Reeves act. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But now this is why I say he's fallen into a great position. I, I like is, Keanu Reeves, by the way. He is. It, oh, which by the way, we got to do a Keanu Reeves impression before <laughs> before the show is over. Although with. people people always go, yeah, but when you do Keanu Reeves, you're just doing Bill and Ted. He still kind of has that. Even when he's serious, he still kind of has that thing that he does. Yeah, he still has that. Yeah, like, because I, you know what? I'm John Wick. I don't if, even know if he you, says that, but I'm sure he does. <laughs> I am a John Wick agent or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck it up for me, Ian. I'm already in. I'm already reserved myself that he can kill these motherfuckers. He kills. You're dude. going down, Bodie. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give too much of the movie away. But let's just say he kills a dude with a book. Right. All right. With a fucking book, he so it, kills a so, person. So it's an anti-Trump message. Pretty much. Pretty much. Read no. <laughs> Shit. Here's the thing, man, and and you'll appreciate this. Like you said, as being a fighter, for the people that don't know out there, Ian uh, is a fighter and he trains MMA fighters. Very good at his job. He has a gym and everything in Los Angeles. If you ever come to Los Angeles, you'll get all the information from him before <laughs> things. Seriously, like he has, I'm not bullshitting. He has a gym where he trains motherfuckers. So, but you will appreciate this, dude, because I was thinking about this midway through the movie. I'm like. Man, there is some special effects, but there's a lot of yeah, just yeah. straight combat right. in this thing, dude. And they said he did a lot of training yeah, for yeah. this. And the thing, his one of the most impressive because Halle Berry's in it as well. Do you understand? Halle Berry and Keanu Reeves are both over fifty. 
Yeah. And they are just, I mean, doing shit in this movie. You're like, wow. I know. It is so, believe me, you will love it. I know you got to start with the first one. Well, 50 is the new 40 or something, right? It is. But I mean, when you got yeah. personal trainers and, you know, you got you can yeah. have a great dieter. Yes. And they can break all that shit down for you, then, you know. Is it point break is best. <laughs> See, look at look at what you started, Ian. Right. Now they're trying to get away from the John Wick thing. With no, he's done yeah. with that. I, I I do I do want to see the John Wick movies, but <clears throat> I have for some reason my my family doesn't want to watch doesn't want to watch the John Wick. So I have to. That's one of those ones where I have to find time on my own to watch. Oh, you got. But you're a dog and you're a dog lover too. This is the perfect <laughs> movie for you and your family, bro. Come on, man. All, right, I, I, the, I, I'll, all I'll say is a dog sets off the first one. I'm not gonna say anything else. Okay. A dog sets off the first one. Right there. You'll thank me after you watch this. All right. Cool. Uh, okay. So we we got a couple of comments here. Uh, Melissa says Keanu is always the see. Yeah. She's the whoa Keanu. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. It's it's um. <clears throat> the thing is that, like you said, I like Keanu Reeves. I like, actually, I like his partner was up with my throat today. I like all the personal stuff that's been popping up. Like you see the thing about the plane crash or the, the plane emergency landing. Do you see that? No. Oh, you got to look that up. So a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, there was a plane flying from somewhere from San Francisco or something. And Keanu Reeves was on this plane. I saw the one about and, a bus. Yeah. So, so the plane had to land and then they all got on the bus. I did see that. And they drove from Fresno back to LA on a bus. That's and right. he kept yep. everybody getting entertained. He was hanging out with them. And then now he, and they're, they're, everybody's posting pictures of a, a, a posting video of him talking about, um, um, you know, he's on uh, Colbert or whatever, and he says some. He gives his like a uh, philosophy of life, and people are like, "Oh, Keanu Reeves has got us some cool ass philosophy." Yeah, like he seems like a cool dude. Like he seem he doesn't seem like a douchebag at all. Exactly, that, you know? bro. I used to see him ride his motorcycle around uh, L.A. a lot back. Dude, in the day. and you and you root for this guy because you don't hear the stories about him being an asshole. Right. So you root for him to be successful, and he makes stuff that's entertaining. So, but to the point right. about his acting in this movie, bro. This is the perfect thing for him. He doesn't right. have to do Shakespeare. He has right. to, you know, throw out some lines and everything like that. And be, but you've come to. Do you know how, like, when you watch Rocky and you watch Sylvester Stallone be like, hey, yo, you know, yeah. uh, that's that's just him. Right. He's one tone. You're not gonna yeah. get in. Keanu <clears throat> with 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 his acting has. I mean, don't get me wrong. I haven't seen the movie with him and Sandra Bullock, the one where they uh, they were in different times in the mailboxes or some shit like that. But his action movies, right. they really just require him to just be like, boom, here it is. Well, and you that's know, what you I, I honestly think I think there's two types of two types of actors, um, which is funny because remember last week we were talking about I want to this is something we can bring up. <clears throat> last week or two weeks ago, we we're talking about movies, and I said I want to talk about actors. So okay. if I had forgotten about that, so that's I want to bring that up today. Real, real quick, two yes. seconds. Avi, uh, yes, safe travels to Israel, bro. By the way. This is another person right here that can do clean material <laughs> yeah, in front right. of those people <laughs> in in Harris right here. Yeah, they're, uh, but they're, go they're, ahead. they're gonna love my anti-religious message in Israel. Probably well, don't do that. Part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's um, it, it's it, the thing about there's two types of actors to me. I find that there there's people who can do anything. Like you look at a at a Gary Oldman, and um, and uh, you look at Gary Oldman and you say to yourself, "Wow, every time I see Gary Oldman, I don't know it's Gary Oldman." You're like, right. "Wait." Gary Oldman was Mary Poppins? What the fuck? Well, like, you, you, you just never fucking know. You're like, how the fuck did he do that? Like, right. every time you see him, I've, been, I've watched movies and watched the whole movie, and at the end, it's like starring Gary Oldman. I'm like, oh, who was Gary Oldman in yeah. that? My wife's like, the lead? And I'm <laughs> like, what? dude. And then there's other people like De Niro or Walken or Keanu where... Every everything is, you know, it's it's De Niro. I'm a psychiatrist, huh? Right. I'm a psych, or it's like I'm a mobster, huh? Right. Or I, I'm a cop. And you're like, and he still knocks it out of the park. It still kills it. He makes exactly. that character. How yeah. how would De Niro be that character? Yeah. How would how would Keanu be this guy? Okay, he yes. does that, and that's the guy that he is. And you're like, yep. I believe it. And there's other people who every time they're a completely different person. Yep. And I think that's two totally different styles of acting that are both legit. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying, and that's why with I know we give you know we give him shit with the with the catchphrases and stuff like that. But he is one of those actors, bro, that has been he's carved out that niche to where right. he can be. be right. We want to see this dude, right? And so you're absolutely right. He and he, and he doesn't have to act much because he tells you every time what he is. Yeah, I am an FBI agent. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> I am a teenager. Okay, cool. <laughs> So you know Ian does great impressions. So you know we will have more Keanu coming up later later in this in this episode. Oh, right, so I got to go watch uh, John Wick. Um, but I want to make sure we read that comment. That's a right. great comment right there. Oh, Cindy, I, first live show. Thank you. Yeah, Thank she you. says. Cindy She's, says, my first live show. I've been what I've been working my way backwards on your recordings. 
Good. <laughs> Thank you. Good. Let us know what you think. Yes, yeah, Cindy just found me, hit me up like uh, not long ago and said she she's found my comedy and she liked my comedy. We became Facebook friends and I sent her to the podcast. Nice. So I'm glad that she's watching and listening. Thank so you. So then you know what to expect from both of us. <laughs> yes, no, no surprises, Cindy. No, she's... Uh, welcome to April. Welcome to Will. Continue. No, so I was going to say a couple weeks ago, I, we were talking about movies and I was and I wanted to bring this up. We didn't have time. What do you... Th- you could pick up... Two things. Greatest actors, but greatest acting performance you've ever seen. And people on, on Facebook, you can chime in. Yeah. Obviously, people listening to this, downloading it later, you can't chime in. But if you're on Facebook right now, so here here's two for me, two roles. I'm sorry, and you said these are best actor best and actors? best acting performance. Yes. Okay. So for me- So they can be separate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because you could, you could be an incredible acting performance from somebody who you go, oh, isn't isn't necessarily the best. For me, I think the two, the, the best actor- of well, the two best actors of our time, although one is a little before our time, Peter Sellers, okay, and Gary Oldman. Um, like I said, Gary Oldman, he he can do f- anything. Like goes from he's Winston Churchill, he's Sid Vicious, he's you know he the villain in um Batman, Batman, you, oh, but, know, he but was, uh, um, also the villain in uh, the Book of Eli. Oh, okay, I didn't see that one. Yeah, Good. with Denzel. And and my, one of my favorite acting performances ever is True Romance, where he plays a white pimp with dreadlocks <laughs> Drexel who thinks he's black right Hilarious. and it's like he's this tough dude pimp and you're like you're watching he's got a, a grill and he's and you're like that's Gary Oldman like British dude it. Gary Oldman how is it? you've never seen oh my mm-hmm. god oh my god it's one of the greatest scenes ever on ever captured on film and you're watching it going how is that Gary Oldman this guy's just fucking amazing wow um and I mean he's just done so many another one I would say is like I said Peter Sellers if you watch Dr. Strangelove, Peter Sellers plays three parts in that okay. film. He plays the president, he plays Dr. Strangelove, and he p- plays uh, Mandrake, the British officer. And he plays all three of them, and you're watching it, and you don't even realize half the time that it's the same guy playing the three main roles in this fucking movie. It's amazing. Um, and it's just, But it, it's comedy. Oh, no. It, it, no, it's, it's comedy, but it's poli- you've never seen Dr. Strangelove? No. Okay, it's a Stanley Kubrick movie. You dude, you watch it now. It's fucking amazing. And we are talking about the same Peter Sellers that played in the Pink Panther, right? Yes. Okay, okay. Okay. No, but this dude, he did a movie called Being There. You ever see Being There? No. I'm giving you all right, okay. I'll go watch John uh, right. Wick. I got homework. So you gotta I go. Got they're old movies, but Being There, Being There is another one that totally relates to today. So Being There is about a guy who's a gardener. He lives and he's he's like in his sixties or something, and he his he lives with this guy. He's kind of he's kind of uh, mentally handicapped. He's very slow. We don't really know what's wrong with him. And he's just kind of mm-hmm. just never been educated. Born and raised in this house with this guy, and he's this guy's gardener. And the guy dies, and they come to take the house away, and they find this guy living in there. So he's out on the streets. Okay, and he ends up becoming friends with the president. Oh, or with the president's advisor, a guy who gives money to the president who backs all that, and then become friends with the president, and he becomes an advisor of the president because he says all these cool things that sound metaphoric. But he's talking literally about gardening, but they think he's some genius uh-huh. and he's a super simple guy. So like a cross between Rain Man and Forrest Gump. Absolutely. Okay. But but he's just this like really simple guy who who is like, you know, and everyone and everyone thinks takes his 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 uh f- has him being a super calm and collected and having a grip on everything, but he just has no idea what's going on. Okay. And and everyone takes all this stuff he says as, as you know, um, as like metaphor. But then Dr. Strangelove is about the Cold War. And it's about us and the Russians. And they have this doomsday device that if one nuclear wa- bomb is set off, it'll set off all the nuclear bombs in the world and kill the entire, blow up the entire world. And it's this whole standoff where a general goes crazy and he's going to start a nuclear war, and they're trying to to quell this nuclear war. And in the meantime, they're basically pissing over whose dick is bigger, Sounds fucking familiar. fucking around about like, Sounds... well, what if they're lying? And what if what if they got one over on us? And what if we go underground? And it turns out it's a big, you know, it's it's yeah, it's familiar. dude, it's amazing, it's okay. so good. It's it black out. and white though; it's old. All right, so, no, I, so I, I love I love I love old movies. Okay, so but then the best acting performance I've ever seen in my life was. You ever Pee Wee Herman. Yes. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. No, uh, have you ever seen Re- <laughs> Requiem for a Dream? Uh, that's with uh, Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans and Jared Leto. Jared, yes. Okay. Ellen Burstyn, the mom. I like Ellen Burstyn. Motherfucker, that's a good. Like, I've ne- she goes from like, like New York housewife, you know, old lady sitting on the okay. street corner with her friends to 
schizophrenic from going crazy from too much speed because she's trying to lose weight. Ah. That I've never seen an acting an acting performance like that in my life. And she didn't win. I think Julia Roberts won for for pushing Pretty her tits up in, in Aaron Brockovich. <laughs> and I'm um, like, are you kidding me? Ellen Burstyn, that was like the best acting performance I've ever fucking seen in my I life. I would say, okay, so a body of work over time, because also Denzel, to me, comes to mind when it comes to people who have kind of carved out their niche and yeah. where they are. Yeah. So mine is going to be the, the same, I guess. So Denzel Washington won, because Denzel is one of those, those actors to where you're like, if you had to think, man, what was a terrible Denzel movie? It would be hard for you to find right. a terrible Denzel movie. And when I say terrible, I mean like everything from the production to the script to right. the, everything. You'd be hard-pressed to find that. But what I also like is that this dude chooses material that when he when he gets into it, you're like, you like, you're like, whoa. So at first, it's so funny I'm saying this right now because when I started talking about what I was just about to say, I was going to say Malcolm X. That's what I was going to say. It's going to be one of right. the greatest performances. But now I'm going to say the hurricane. The hurricane where he played the boxer. Right. And man, when mm. I tell you, bro, I cry every single time I see <laughs> that movie because because I didn't, I had never heard of the story right. until I saw the movie. So I'm watching this, and then you you see him playing this guy that cannot. You, you you're in a corrupt system, bro. You're in a corrupt system, but you see him trying to hold on to his dignity, trying to hold on to his faith, trying to hold on to this 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 uh, belief that he's gonna get out. He gets this hope from the the Canadian people that are trying to break him out, and then he realizes the system is just corrupt, and they're trying to keep him in there. And he gives this speech. He gives this speech to the judge right before they give the the verdict of whether he's going to get released. And he's in the the people think he's going to go off on him and everything. And he says, no, 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 I just I just have to say this. He says, I was trained to use my hands to beat a man down. I was trained to do that. He said, then I got put into this system and it forced me to use other ways to do it. He said, all I'm asking for is a fair chance. That's all I'm asking for. But I mean, I'm, he does he, his right. things. But when I'm watching this performance, bro, it's silence because you're looking at him like, because you don't know at the time, you don't know how this is going to play. I mean, you know the story, but watching him, and, and I always get amazed by courtroom scenes where they give the, the little whole speech of everything, but watching him tell this dude's story to where you believed it was Denzel. Right. That to me, and I'm telling you, every single time the judge says he gives him the verdict, I'm like, Let's step outside for a second. <laughs> I mean, let's step outside for a second. So I'm gonna give a shout out to Denzel. I mean, yeah, it, yeah he's just amazing. Did bro. you ever see? <clears throat> I don't know. It didn't didn't get a lot. Maybe at the time it did, but I don't remember. I remember watching it when I was in like high school. It was before I knew who Denzel Washington was. It might have been his first major movie. But in the 80s, he did a movie called Cry Freedom. No, but I've heard of Dude. it. I've never seen. I mean, it so him. I was already a fan um, of. Stephen Biko at the time, because mm -hmm. so I, you know, I was I was big into like you know I'm I've always been really big into like uh, human rights, civil rights, right. that sort of stuff. So I was I was really into um, uh, reading books about that sort of stuff. So I was already familiar with Stephen Biko as the character he played, which is mm -hmm. um, a South African freedom fighter guy, mm -hmm. basically kind of our uh, the South African version of of a you know of a, uh, like a Martin Luther King or something like that. And um, so it was him and Kevin Klein. And Kevin Klein is based on a true story about Stephen Biko. And um, I can't remember Kevin Klein's character's hey, name, but, but he wrote, um, he got banned in South Africa for being friends with Stephen yeah. Biko, who is a, um, you know, a black guy who was a civil rights activist, basically. So he played that and I didn't know who he was, but I love that movie. Yeah. I mean, it's a really long and kind of boring movie he's, if you're not into that kind of stuff. But, but he's, and that's why I said, this is why it's, it's he was so, yeah, yeah I, I, I thought when I first saw him, I thought he was South African. Uh, exactly. He had the accent. I was like, exactly. Oh. He. I'm gonna tell you something. People who work with him say the same thing that this guy makes you step your game up. Right. Period. Not just the name Denzel. Not just the name that is just him. Right. But his work ethic towards everything he puts in his. And 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 this is why I say, I remember watching Training Day, and this is how good of an actor Denzel is. This is how good of a personality he is. I should say. Right. We're watching Training Day. You know, in Training Day, he is the bad guy. Right. So first of all, it was like hard to see Denzel playing this dude, you know. But you, but he plays Lonzo like that so much that you're like, damn. Right. He's like, but this is how good of an actor Denzel is. 
in the scene where him and Ethan Hawke are fighting on the rooftop and right. he's kicking Ethan Hawke's ass. Right. It was a bunch of black ladies in the, in the theater like, kick his ass, Denzel. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you know he's the bad guy <laughs> right. in, the, in the movie. Yeah, but he cute. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not supposed to be winning, you know? So, and then even more so when he gets killed at the end, you're like, ah, but yeah. he was a shitty person. But it's yeah. Denzel. So I would say, yeah, those are, um, those are my, I want to say uh, honorable mention. Honorable mention, by the way, to Robin Williams. I got to give a, a, let me tell you something, man, for somebody who immersed himself so much into being such a physical, physical com- comedian, because Jim Carrey is, he kind of tried to do that too when, right. when, you know, but when you watch, like you watch Patch Adams and you watch Good Morning Vietnam and you watch these, uh, Dead Poets Society, you know, actually Good Will Hunting is a really, yeah, is another one. Him, yeah. So you're just like, wow, this dude was able to really, especially for comedians, you know how it is, it's, it's hard for us. I always find it it's easier for me to 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 do drama. Oh, yes. Huh? Oh yes. Hilarious. Oh yes. <laughs> to, oh, yes. Is, to do <laughs> drama. <laughs> it's, it's always easier for me to do drama than it is comedy for some reason. Like if I get a comedic script, I can read it and I'm like, the comedian in me will be like Ah, you put the thing here. You, you know this ain't funny, right? <laughs> right. But dr- drama, I'm like, okay, you want me to be angry? Yeah. All right, I can figure that out. Yeah, exactly. I, I can do that, you know. So yeah, it's speaking of angry, we gotta we gotta move on uh, to the next topic here, which T um, <clears throat> yeah. Rump. Yeah, well, we won't, hey. we, will, we will try not to spend uh, too much time on this uh, <laughs> because I don't want to. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. I'm. I'm really not gonna do that. Um, here's the thing, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, all I'm gonna say on this is, hey, women who voted for the Republicans and voted for uh, the type of people that are passing these laws. Remember when y'all thought that they were only going to fuck with that football player and his <laughs> rights? Remember when you thought that they were only going to go after that dude and, and and take away his right to free speech and his civil liberties? And I, remember when you thought they was just going to fuck with him? Surprise! <laughs> Although, you know what, though? that they're, they're <clears throat> 65% of, of white women voted for Trump. I'll never get that. But a, a lot of women vote... vote a lot of women are, are against abortion. It says it's just a religion thing. They these they've got them they've got them fooled. That they got them this idea that that it's it's a baby, it's alive. Well, first off, I lo- just I mean we don't even need to beat this over the fucking head. But stop it! You don't quit calling yourself pro life. Quit saying you care about babies. You don't you care about clumps of cells known as fetuses. You don't give a fuck about first off because once the baby that, comes out, yeah, you don't give it. You, you don't you don't give them. <clears throat> you don't want them to have. Any, first off, you don't want them to to stop. You don't want to give out birth control. No, you don't want to teach them sex education. No, you you don't want to um, you, when when they when and they you're can, you don't away their education. Yeah, and you take away their education, so you can't learn. You don't want them to have so, uh, assistance when they come out. You want to if they come from another country, you want to put them in a cage and separate them from their parents and not give them back to their parents because their parents committed a misdemeanor and. Let's see. You don't want to give them education when they get older. The, all these all these things you don't want to do. You don't want to give them health care. You don't want to do pre existing conditions. You don't want to you don't want to do any of that shit. You don't want to have Planned Parenthood so these kids so these these moms who who don't have the money can get free mm-hmm. prenatal care. You don't want any of that. But you're pro life and pro child. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, they throw out the fucking the the same cells and in, in eggs in fertilization clinics all the mm-hmm. time. How come no one's out there fucking going after these fertilization well, clinics? And going, that's a baby in there. What 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 about? Uh, welcome, how come, Sharon. How, welcome, how, Chanel. How come welcome, Carol. How come they're not fucking? And John. Uh, what? Where are these? Where are these dudes uh, stopping? Uh, putting up uh, anti masturbation. That's millions yeah. of potential human lives. Which there, I'm going to tell you right now. If you're going to make a law against masturbation, there's going to be a lot of dudes in trouble. A lot of <laughs> yes. fucking dudes in trouble. I would say about a hundred percent. Yes, a hundred percent of guys. <laughs> but, and, that, no saying. more lotion in hotel rooms. Well, or or and and you're gonna you, you they allow uh, government to pay for their Viagra mm-hmm. under their under their yeah. uh, insurance, but they don't allow birth control under their insurance. See, and then they go, you need to be responsible. Wait a second. You are you are subsidizing this guy's fucking hard on because that's all you're, that, you're, you're taking wait, away her fucking birth control. Then a guy can fucking rape her, and you can go. You should have been more responsible. Exactly. Like, what the but f- then, go this, fuck? But this yourself. is why I say you have to, at some point, 
at, at some point, all of you out there that think that these things aren't going to affect you, at some point you have to realize that they will. Okay, because, again, these same people that don't want to they, they don't care about the kid once it comes out. What do you think that kid is going to do when they can't get something to eat? What do you think that parent is going to do when they can't get something to eat? Right. You don't think it's going to trickle down to something and that may affect you. These these people will become desperate. They will do and, whatever they got to do to survive because you have forced them into a situation that they did not want to be in. And, and me, here's and also and like I always say, how about let's let's also think about the fact that whether it fucking uh, affects you or not, it affects other fucking people. Okay, think about somebody else other than your fucking dumbass yeah, but, but it's, it's for a me, minute. But people, this is what I'm saying. We're in the me, me, me time. Well, we, we need to get over we, that, we, that, that, that. <laughs> <laughs> because because I've seen people use this argument before. Because again, if that's the case, and this is why this is the only time I would be a hundred percent against abortion. There's only time is if everyone out there that has a fucking opinion about you should be forced to keep it and all is forced to have it, if you signed a piece of paper saying that you will give over a percentage of your money, not the person that has the kid, the person that has the kid says, okay, you're going to take care of the kid once it comes out? Cool. Boop. Here's the kid. You sign over a percentage of your money. You and, and on top of that, what do you say? You, sign up for a, you got to yeah. you got to adopt and you got to take get, care of the medical bills. You have to bills. take the kid. You have to. You have no choice. The stork will do that shit old school style. The fuck we'll have a dude dress up in right. a fucking stork costume right. come to your house and be like, "Boom, here's your baby." And and, I'll, and I'll even amend that. And this, the moment the woman wants to not have the baby, that's the moment that baby, since it's a baby, it's not a clump of cells, that's the moment the baby is delivered. So if that's at eight weeks and you can't have an abortion after eight weeks, deliver the eight-week-old baby and see how hard that is to keep alive. You know how hard it is? Fucking impossible yeah. because it's not a fucking living thing. Do you know, they keep doing this heartbeat thing. I don't know if everybody knows this. I, you sh Everyone should know this, but I, I could imagine that most people don't. Did you know that, the first off, it's not a heart. It's It's beating... They're, the heart, the cells that are in our heart beat. Right. Individual cells beat. I don't know if everybody knows that, but you can, there are cells no, that beat. So you can actually take, they have cells that just beat on their own. So you can get a heartbeat with one cell. That same, so you can have a clump of cells that are beating because that's the type, that's, that's how evolution works. That's science. Yes. You know we, the America has no time for science. It doesn't have it, those eight weeks and it fucking 20 weeks. It doesn't we have, have fucking ventricles. It doesn't have, and, and all, here's the other thing. So if the heartbeat's what it is, heartbeat's what, what matters. Um, By the way, if you're just joining us, this is why it's called critical and thinking. You hear what he just broke down for you guys? Critical and fucking thinking. Continue, sir. But they don't seem to care about the heartbeat of kids in schools who get shot. No, not at all. They could keep less than that. And, and, and what, 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 no, no, I do care. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers, Thoughts and prayers to the fetus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> take it out at eight weeks. Give it to that guy to there adoption. You, you keep it. You keep. You keep those cells you alive. Go. You put those little tiny clump of cells That's that right. are microscopic. It works out. And. and and what about, I thought it was, uh, so it's a heart heart now? What about brain? Exactly. You, you can keep a heart alive. A de just, brain dead person in a coma, you can keep their heart pumping it, with it, a fucking machine. If I, if I saw the same kind of care for human beings once they're born as we seem to pretend to have once they're in the body, then I would, I would have a different stance on it. Maybe. If, if, a, if, a, if, a, if, a, if a black kid gets killed, the first thing they say is, thug. Right. He was wearing a hoodie. They don't say, oh, my God, such a precious life was lost. Right. They say, well, he, I think he was selling weed at some point. Oh, but right. wait, wait, no, he didn't. Do what about the dude selling cigarettes? He was just right. selling cigarettes. Well, you know, he should have been selling cigarettes. Well, how, how, so, how about when 40 kids get shot at a school and they go, well, you know what? We got to protect that Second Amendment. Yeah. The, the, second, the second Amendment, the, the right to have guns. Those five-year-olds should have been armed. Exactly. <laughs> so to me... <laughs> I, I just have more of a problem with the hypocrisy of the people caring about these children. Because, again, right now, right now, there are thousands of kids locked up in America right now that may never see their parents ever again. I don't see these same people that are fighting for these abortion rights. Right. I don't see them out there picketing. Where were you? Were you guys at the border? Did you guys right. go to the border and, and talk to these people? Did you go stand out there and tell your tell this president? Those, those aren't children. Those are Mexicans. Exactly. Uh, so to me, it's just we're so big on being hypocrites when it comes to this thing. That's why it's hard to find any sympathy for these people. I don't. Right. And let me tell you something. For you to say that if a woman is raped, she should be forced 
to have the baby and have a constant reminder. And on top of that, the rapist may get some rights. No, the, the, the rapist in a lot of cases, A, doesn't pay child support and B, can sue for custody. custody. Do you a understand? Rapist. Do you understand how traumatic that makes? So, so to me, it's fucking. You're, you're not caring. And then again, like I said, it would be different if you took the child and say, you know what? I'll take that child. Right. But none of you are doing that. Not right. one of you are but, doing. But, but that. And, and, and even if you are, like you're saying, I mean, still you're forcing somebody to carry something to term. And here's the other thing: even if you're not raped, even if it isn't incest, you know what? I mean, I don't even give a fuck if you didn't use birth control, but birth control fails all the fucking time. Partly birth control fails because of human error. But if you didn't have abstinence only fucking programs, kid, people could learn how to fucking use birth control. But it is, there's a lot of fucking ways that people get pregnant when they don't want to be pregnant. And you keep saying personal responsibility, personal responsibility. What the fuck do you think an abortion is? Okay. No. And it's like, like, well, not after eight weeks. Most people don't even know they're pregnant till around then. Like it, you don't, you don't immediately yeah. find out you're pregnant the next fucking day. No. It takes, it takes a month. It takes two months. Uh, you know? Cindy has a good point here. She says, we need to use different words when discussing this. It's not a baby or child until born. This is, and that's right. that's one of the most. Well, we call it, we ways. do though. We call it a fetus when it's small. We call it a but, blastocyst. But, it, but but they don't. But that's what I'm saying. The level of concern that goes up for this unborn child, right, is amazing. That you have none of that for the born. Once child. the kid is born, I'm like, are you kidding me? Right now, there's a lunch lady that lost her job because right, she that. because she fed. A kid, a kid that couldn't afford, they couldn't afford it. The, the the school didn't say, "Look at you, good on you, ma'am. Right. Thank you for caring yeah. about these kids." They said, you know Get how the much fuck it was? Out of here. Eight dollars. Eight dollars. <laughs> so you're trying to tell me that all of a sudden you care about a kid that isn't yes. even born, but once the kid comes out, you can't, you can't, you 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 fire the person that wants to feed them because they can have eight dollars. Fuck you and your fake caring. I, this is. Let me tell you something, man. Yeah, it's 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 insane, dude. They, there's there's no other way around it. They, this is, but this is why I say, and I, I know I pointed to the thing here, but this is why I say this. When we started this podcast, honestly, we weren't really sure exactly everything we were going to talk about. This dude knows a lot more stuff about certain things than I do, and vice versa. There are certain things that I know, but when he just broke that down for you all. That the heartbeat, the cells, that's you can't, that's not a partisan issue. That's not a Republican, that's a real thing. And you guys are still acting like that's not a fuck. I don't get it, bro. Right. I don't understand. Well, here's this. the thing is too, is we have we have viability laws in most states, and I'm fine with that. Look, if it's 23 weeks, if it's 22 weeks, 24 weeks, whatever we determine viability, okay, that's six fucking months. Okay, I, that's a long time for you to decide whether or not right. you you decide that you want to have a kid, a, a baby. Okay, so you can have a baby, you can decide to have an abortion before that viability occurs. I'm fine with that. Now, late term, the the late term stuff is people think like, what did Trump say? They take it out of the baby, they hand it to the mom, they they christen it, they wrap it in a baby, they give it a name, they give feed it, a it and then they cut its head off. Like whatever some fucking nonsense he said, he's a fucking idiot. A late-term abortion is is always not – it's not an unwanted pregnancy. No one goes in at nine months and says, I won't get rid of this baby. They, they're going to have a baby, and something goes wrong, and the mom is going to die, or there's some sort of issue, and they have to choose which life. So they're either going to kill a woman who's 20, 30, 40 years old – or they're going to get rid of this baby. At that point, maybe it is killing it because it's it's late. It's eight months or however long it's been in there. But one of them, if not both of them, are dying. You can save the one that's around that knows what's going on, or you can abort this other. That's the only time, and that is so fucking rare that that happens. And no woman is in there like, oh, well, got rid of that baby. <sighs> yeah, yeah. There, it's a fucking traumatic thing. No one but wants again, to have a fucking late term but, abortion. But, but we're in a we're in a society, bro, where the only thing that makes people feel good is hearing shit that helps them feel better about their hatred. So when this guy comes out there and he says, hey, you know what? This is how a late term abortion works. Every goddamn person in that rally could easily pick up their phone right. and look, late-term abortion, what happens? Right. They could easily look, do that, but they choose not to right. because it makes them feel better about being ignorant, about right. being stupid, and about hating people that don't look like them. Well, that's what, and that's what it comes down to. Almost all these laws in, in places like Alabama, um, Georgia, they affect, they yeah. almost always affect 
poor minorities. Yeah. I mean, not that they don't affect that, other people as well, like white people as well, but they, they affect mostly poor minorities. To to Cindy's point, he just says many churches promote this as the single most important issue when voting. Let me tell you something. Absolutely. And it, it, I got I a do. friend of mine who I consider a cool person. He, he's not he's not a typical Trumpster. He is not. He is actually a good person. He's a decent person. But he told me, Cindy, he told I told you about my friend Dan. He specifically voted for this monster because he was that he because he said that he was against abortion. Right. Now, I showed him a clip of this dude saying that right. he's very pro-choice from 1999. Right. Yeah. His own words, video, and everything. So when I said this to my friend, he's like, Well, uh, well, that's just what he was running on. I said, but he's a known liar. He's right. a known liar. So my whole point and he is, was, and he wasn't, up, Luca? And, he, and he wasn't running back then. No, he wasn't. That's what he was said. just talking. It's like, he, so, here's how I imagine it with, with Trump. Uh, so are you pro-abortion? I don't know if I've called myself a pro. <laughs> what's that? Uh, what's the meme that said, uh, the abortion bill just came out, sir. We need you to sign. He says, oh, I thought I already took care of that. Yeah, I thought Cohen took care of that for me. But here's my thing. And in all seriousness, in all seriousness about this issue, about how we treat people, you can't pretend to care about the unborn child and then treat the born child like shit. Right. That makes no sense. Why would you bring a life into this world? And I'm going to tell you guys my personal stance on this. I am a thousand percent pro-choice, a thousand percent, because I know what's in this world. I know what's out there. I know the monsters that exist. I know the dummies that get to make decisions and they don't give a fuck. I know the hateful people that get to make decisions and they don't give a fuck. So to me, it is no point in bringing a life into this world. You you hear about the the shit that some of these orphans have to go through in these systems? It's fucking horrible. I know know many kids. I've I've got people that I train fighters that, that grew up in the system. Do you see what I'm saying? So why would I mean, you? I, and and they, I'm sure now at, at their age they wouldn't be like, oh, I'd rather be dead. Of course not. No, but, no, because once you have life, yes, but even, have. even though even though Although there are there people are, that say, no, oh, I'd wow. rather just be dead. Yes. They so because once exactly. So once you have, but again, like I said, if you if you gave the same quality of care to the parent and the child once they were born, I'm not gonna lie. Then I would be like, okay, well, hey, you know what? We are trying to make sure that all these kids are taken right. for life. We're taking care of the the parent, but we don't do that. We literally do well, the well, exact opposite. Here's the other thing. Imagine, so so they're okay with an 11-year-old or a 12-year-old or 13, 14, whatever, all the way up to, I don't care, uh, but let's say underage. Whether they had sex and they didn't know any better because they weren't educated because they're fucking 12, or they, they got raped, out of the schools. or they got raped, or their fucking uncle, maybe it wasn't rape, it was kind of rapey, I don't know what the fuck happened there, with the, <laughs> right? Okay, th- that's happened to a 12-year-old. And they're saying, okay, so you have, you're forced to have this baby, okay, forced to, because you needed to be responsible. Well, I was raped. Okay, but you still need to be forced to have this baby and then take responsibility. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 12. Okay, and then when this baby's born, that baby's going to be a constant reminder. So you have to give it up for adoption, which you know it's probably not going to get adopted because it's a, you know, probably a, now we're talking maybe a minority Which, by the baby. way, you're asking them to just put something out there in the world. And now, not only are they traumatized from the rape, they're traumatized by knowing that Giving there's another up their, living thing. Yeah, that's their DNA. Yeah. So, you, they, so they have to deal with that mentally, their own trauma. And if they keep the baby, that's always going to, there's always going to be something there. Fuck, this is a, a rape. You know, and you're ruining that, that kid's life because you think a 12-year-old is going to be able to go to school and college with a fucking baby. Now think about that. If that 12-year-old or that 13-year-old, that 14-year-old went in and said, uh, and said, hey, um, I would like to adopt a child, <laughs> they wouldn't, they'd be like, you can't adopt a child. You're, you're fucking not, 12. Are you you're fucking, not old enough, yeah, ma'am. You're you not even, responsible You can't enough. even buy cigarettes. You can't even buy alcohol. You can't even go. You can't even vote. Oh, but but yeah, we're gonna let you. Do- no, but we're no, gonna force no. you to have the child yeah. and make that adult decision. Yeah, even the even the yeah. adult decision Hi, to give it up. I'm I'm 12. I'm gonna drop out of junior high, and my uncle rapes me. Can I adopt a baby? It- oh, sure. Here you go. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Because so like you're said, so responsible. That's the, that's the other thing. I love that. Oh, they should take responsibility. Well, obviously they don't. So give them a life for Half 18 of the, years? When, when you're a child, you don't know any... That's the reason why you can't vote. That's the reason why you should not be drinking. That's the reason why you should not be smoking. That's the reason why you aren't allowed to go to war. Because you are a child. So you're telling me that you want to have that person be uh, forced to raise and have responsibility of another child? Let me tell you something. When for, I was seven, For 18 exactly. fucking years. Let me tell you something. When I was 12, bro, I thought wrestling was real 
Do you understand? <laughs> Do you understand? I watched W. That's that's where my that's how my brain was developed. Yeah. I was still playing with GI Joes. I think I still 12. thought girls were icky. <laughs> See, do you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? So to me, you can't tell me that now that person is forced to learn how to be a parent and raise know how much formula to put into the thing to know the temperature of the bottle. To that, do you understand how much that takes? Hi, their parents can just treat the baby at their summer home. Exactly. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't think about yeah. that. That's where everyone has the a parents. Home. The parents. Parents right. can just take the kid to the summer right. home, and then nanny can watch the baby That's until right. until that child graduates from private. Shout school. out to my nanny who I never met, <laughs> who I never met. I never me, me the, neither me or my brother have knew, met our nanny, but apparently we all have one. This is why, and like I said, man, wait a minute, hold on, because Cindy's giving us. <laughs> She's saying like, I didn't even have a kid till I was thirty six because it scared the crap out of me. Yeah, as and that and, the, and as it should yeah. to be honest think, with you. We had my my daughter. We had one kid at thirty two. And it's so <laughs> yeah. funny. Every time I hear talk talk to people who have had like one kid or had kids later in life, I always think of I always think about you know, or or maybe they had two. I always think about um, about idiocracy. Yeah, where it's like yeah. The dumb people have 36 kids by the time they're 21. Mm-hmm. And and all the smart people have one, two kids, and they go, it's like, yes. so the population goes, and, Dude, and that, but that's honestly where we are. Think about this, man. The reason why they're telling you that you can't have birth control, they're forcing you to have kids, they're taking away education, is because they want a world populated with less educated people. They right. want a people that's more indebted to a and they, society. And they want to keep these, the minorities, poor and uneducated. Exactly. Drop out of school, go work at Starbucks at 12 years old to support your they're kid. Like, Come on. That's what they're trying. They want Let that. Let me tell you something. I have, I have daughters. All right. I have I have two daughters and I have a, a, a daughter in law. So I have three daughters actually. But I had my kids when this is first one I was 20, 22, 23, something like that. And it scared the hell out of me. Let me tell you something. But I will tell you, I had a pregnancy scare when I was 17. Right. 17, bro. I hadn't even graduated high school. It was my senior year. Had a pregnancy scare at 17. When I tell you. In my mind, I was like, I'm going to have to fucking work at McDonald's for the rest of my life to right. take care of this kid. It scared the shit out of me. Right. I wasn't prepared to do anything. I couldn't imagine that type of shit at 12. So what I right. what I tell people is... And most of these motherfuckers at 25 aren't ready for it. Exactly. So, so to me, when people are acting like it's just as simple as just have the kid, you know what? Maybe it would be just as simple as have the kid as if you said, when that baby came, guess what? We're going to provide health care. Education, a job for your parents, and make sure all is taken care of up until 18. Guaranteed. You ain't got to worry about nothing. Right. If they did that, I don't know. Maybe people would think right. about it. And then those, not the doing same, that. those same people will go, oh, so now I got to take now care, I gotta of, your take care of somebody kid. else's kid. It's your right. responsibility. Yes, it's a kid that you forced them to have, you fucking dick. Exactly. Like, it's like, it's, I mean, it's, so, it's so crazy. It's like me going, buy this motherfucking car. Buy this motherfucking car. Fine. Here's my money for the car. All right. Bam. Crap. What? What the fuck? Oh, well, you didn't get insurance. <laughs> I, I couldn't afford the car. Then why'd you buy the car? <laughs> I didn't have money for any of it. You yeah, told me to buy the car at gunpoint. Sorry. I don't. Know. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, we, yeah, we got uh, Luca went back to Keanu for a second. So I want to see here. Hold on. And being pregnant Watch and the giving beginning. birth is super shitty. Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. I always I used to do a joke. I do it sometimes at the shows where I say, uh, "I love." Uh, I said, "Being a mom, it, it has to be an amazing, be amazing thing." And your ability to hold a life inside of you for nine months, nine months, the ability to hold it inside you is amazing. I said I was constipated for a week. <laughs> And it was rough. So, but I, I'm, of course, I'm making jokes about it. But in all seriousness, I'm not trying to diminish the 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 idea of having a life inside you. But I'm right. more so thinking about what's going to happen down the road with this life. Right. What's the point of bringing someone into a world that it can't be taken care of? In right. Why give it? Why even put it in a system where people don't care? Again, you got kids right now in cages, yeah. and people that don't give a fuck about them are in charge of them. Tell me how that works. Tell me how that's a right. good life for them as the child. Well, tell, it, me, it, tell me that's not it, traumatizing it, for them. And, and, 
it, I hate making this. I don't think it's a hundred percent. I know people on my on our on the the liberal left side will say this is just the the war against women. There's totally some of that. There there's a lot of people out there that just fucking hate women, and they want. But it, but a lot of them, it's not about that. That maybe they don't know it's about that. Maybe it is subconsciously. A lot of them just have been tricked by the church or whatever. That it's a human life, and they've got that in their fucking head. It's murder, but they don't care about any other murder. But well, it's but murder. If, but, if a, but, but if a priest is fucking one of but, them, it's like yeah, oh, it's okay. Yeah, well, it's okay. The priest can fuck that one. Um. But here's the thing, if, if men could get pregnant, abortions would be paid for and be available at McDonald's. <laughs> They'd be like, would you like fries yeah. with that abortion, sir? Uh, yeah, you know what, uh, can I get a McFlurry and uh <laughs> <laughs> an abortion? Uh, sir, you're nine months pregnant. Um, yeah, but you know what, can we then, let this slide? Then make that two McFlurries. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Slide your extra 20. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, please, it's just, let's be we, fucking we serious. We have to, yeah. you can't, like I said, you can't do both. I always say, like, like, you can't do both and still feel like you're helping the situation. You can't tell somebody that they're forced to have this kid and then not provide for the kid and say, well, it's not your job to pay for the kid because it's not your responsibility. If it's not your responsibility, it's not your opinion to give. It's right. not. Right. That, that doesn't make any sense. That's like me seeing a business across the street and I say, hey, you know what? Get rid of this. Get rid of this. Take this off the menu. Take that off of the thing here. I don't want this. I don't like these customers here. Get rid of these customers. Bring these customers in. They're like, who the fuck are you? I'm just somebody that seen your restaurant. I just want to yeah. come over and tell you, you know, these are the things that I want. That person would call the fucking cops on me because <laughs> it's none of my business what they're doing in their business. Right. So, well, see, but we have to we have to remember, and I, and I'm not I'm not giving credence to it at all. But the thing is that we all forget about is we have to remember that they think. This clump of cells at one day old, they think that 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 the second the stick is fucking pink or there's a little positive or whatever, it is, they think the second that happens, that's a life, a human life. So they see that theoretically right. as the same as me and you. So if, although by the way, God is the biggest abortion uh, abortion master of all time. If you think about it, God, a lot of lot more miscarriages than there are abortions. Uh, or as I call them, God's abortion. Um, but they think that's the same thing. So, so when we're discussing with them, oh, it's a woman's body, we have to remember they are not smart and they don't understand science. So they don't see that it, they don't think that it's a woman's body. They think it's a separate. So they see it as me killing right. you. So we can't really argue these points when they are not even on the same fucking, like, no. we're, they're on a completely different fucking ballpark. And, and that's, but I think that's why some of these people that are in office thrive because they know all they have to do is keep those people ignorant or believing in that type of thing. Right. That's and, what religion is. And, and, and they'll continue to do that as opposed to, I mean, and I just want to be clear on this when it comes to the religion thing. And this is, people know this, Ian knows this, like, I don't go to church. I'm not a church goer, but I have, I have faith. I believe in something. I believe that there is a, I believe in energy. I believe in stuff like that, but I am not one of those people that's a Bible thumper like that. So my whole point to this is, is that I'm not clowning people who have faith, believe in something, believe, believe in something, because that might be the difference between you continuing to push forward and giving the fuck up. I'm not doubting that. But when you are telling me that these types of things, a book that you don't know about, a book that's been written, rewritten, 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 and then and there's stuff in the book that honestly you can you can see it and it doesn't make sense to what's in the book, don't tell me that you're making critical decisions about life right now based off of that because you don't want to look at the science part of it. There is no fucking way. If you are if you are if you get shot, if you get shot. And someone says, well, let's let's take you to the you hospital. You got two choices, hospital or thoughts and prayers. <laughs> no one's going to choose fucking thoughts and prayers. Yeah. They're going to go to the hospital to get the medical help. But here's the thing is half those people, after the medical help, they go, thanks, God. Do you see what I'm <laughs> saying? So, so you, you, you can't do both. All I'm saying to you I, is. I want someone to say that when they say, thanks, God, have the, the doctor go, take them stitches out, put <laughs> that bullet right. back in. <laughs> put the bullet back in. I mean, in. thank you, doctor. Put the bullet back in. I mean, thank you, doctor. Thank you. Thank you. What school did you go to? But this is why I say we have to. You ha this is why church and state needs to stay separated. The, the fact that people are putting these two together, you can't make these types of decisions what? based off of that type of stuff. Because if that's the case, honestly, to go back to the thing I said about the business, if that's the case, every homeless person would go to that business and be like, you're supposed to feed me. 
Yeah. The, the Bible says it. And they'd be like, oh, what? Right. Well, and here's the thing is, I, I don't have a problem. If you're, if you're against abortion and you want to go out there and protest and block me from getting into the abortion clinic and I get to kick you in the nuts on the way in, that's fine. I will, let's do it. But here's the thing. Don't legislate it. My point is, my point has always been this. Even if you are pro-life, I, I know a lot of people that are pro-choice. Most people I know are, are very, that are very anti-abortion. I know people that aren't anti-abortion. I know people that are pro-abortion. Right. I know people that are pro-choice and anti-abortion, right? There's, you can be against abortion. You don't want people to have abortions. You don't like abortions. Most, and you can still respect other people's rights to have it. But there is a thing in, in this country, and I, I know people argue with me about this, but sometimes we have to vote against our personal interests right. for the, greater, for the good. greater good. And this is one of those cases. Look, you believe life begins at conception. Cool. You believe life begins at eight weeks. Cool. Have that belief. Don't have a fucking abortion. Go and school me and, t- and show me why life begins at eight weeks. We can have it out. We can have a fucking knockdown, drag out, fight about it, whatever. That's fine. But also be responsible enough as an American citizen to realize that other people don't share your religious belief because your position. And they don't have to. Right. And your position is based on religion. There's no science that says life begins at conception. Honestly, if you look at the Bible, it says life begins with the first breath, which would mean birth. But let's forget. That's why they slap the kid when it comes out. Well, that's what it says. Life (laughs) begins at the first breath. Actually, there's a whole bunch of times about in the Bible talking about God ripping in and taking the baby out of the woman's womb and tearing open her stomach. So God in the Bible performs abortions. But, Uh, uh, But my point is that we as a society go, look, I'm against it. I believe it begins at conception. But I know you don't, and I know you believe in science. Right. So since I don't want you to be tr- to to be able to tell me what I can think and what I can do, I'm going to do the same for you, and I'm going to vote pro-choice. But I'm going to be out there pounding the because pavement for pro-life. That, and that is cool. The, and but that's what I'm saying is that like you uh, again, the people that want to have control over your life, but they don't want to have the responsibility of taking care of this. Right. You, again, I keep I keep saying this. You can't do both. You can't tell a person that you want to have the right to tell them what to do, even though you don't know them, you never met them, you don't know their situation. Then you say, okay, cool. If that's what you want the right to have, then here, you need to give me X amount of dollars. Then why do I got to give you X amount of dollars? Because you obviously think your opinion matters. So if your opinion matters, then your money matters. Give me the money. If you don't want to do that, then you can't have these opinions. This is why we tell people, and again, like I said, that even besides the fact that why would you bring... If you can't take care of a kid, I'm a very firm because I, I break. You know how I am, dude. I break shit down to numbers. Do the numbers <laughs> make sense or not? Right. That's it. That's that's all I care about. Do the numbers make sense or not? If the numbers don't make sense and you can't do it, because let me tell you what it takes to take care of a child. I am in my forties. We are both in our forties. We both had kids. Unless it's Hollywood out there, then I'm 27. Yeah, exactly. Yes. yes. Sorry, yeah. I'm 28. Um, but I play twenty seven to fit. I can play in that range if yeah. I shave. But uh, <laughs> but what it takes to raise a kid? Because I always used to worry about this. I always tell people when I when I first became a father, I was like, man, I was worried about the finances. I was worried about the financial right. aspect of raising a kid. And then I realized the finances is is, is a, a very much a part of it. But the other part is raising that kid. With knowledge, raising that kid with some sense of morals, raising that kid with some sense of responsibility, raising that kid and having a unit to where they have a foundation of stuff. And that all takes a certain person. If you don't have any of that, you can't teach the kid. Right. So if you raise it, if you have a kid just to say, well, I'm going to have a kid, but you're on drugs. Right. How are you going to raise the kid? Yeah, you're not you don't have an education, you don't have any morality, you don't have any ethics, you don't have a base of world knowledge Nothing. that you're going to teach this kid. That's like, what I'm saying. How, then what kind of life are you giving that kid? <laughs> this is the way I stack my blocks. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. So to me, people, it's so much more that goes into it. So when they're just telling people, nope, you just got to have a kid. Okay, then you got to do something. You got to do one or the other. You either got to let them not have the kid because they're not prepared to have the kid. Or when they have the kid, you have to be responsible for making sure that this kid is taken care of properly. You can't just say once the kid is here, whoo, okay, I done my part. Right. I don't give, you can't do that because that now you're doing a disservice. You if you think the abortion is doing a disservice to the fetus, you're doing a disservice right. to the child once you just walk away. Right. This is what what you guys are not understanding. Well, and the thing is that how many if the first, anybody out there remember what it was like before they were born? 
No. No, because you don't have consciousness yet. No. You don't even really remember anything. I'm not that you're not consciousness as conscious when you're born or when you're one. Or, I don't even know. No, I don't even know when, when consciousness exactly starts. But I know for a fucking fact it, it's not starting before 23 Dude, fucking weeks in the in in utero. I've, That's fucking. I've seen know. I've seen old baby pictures of mine, and I don't remember that. Yeah. You, so I could not. Well, remember you don't actually form. That. Most people don't form memories till three or four, like long term yeah. memories. Uh, some people will say they have some at two. I think that they're probably memories of people talking about when they were two, but most memories start forming after three. Yeah. And not, not to say that you can kill a one-year-old and go, he ain't going to remember this. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But, but my point is no. that, my point is that you're, you're worried about, about this, you know, oh, what, it's a potential life. So maybe, so what? It's, it could be a potential murder. We don't fucking know anything about it. If, if, if the person's not ready to have a baby and it's fucking 10 weeks in the, in the uterus, it's 12 weeks in the uterus, you're not causing any pain. There's nothing that's going to happen. It's a done deal. It's right. it's just fucking, it's a silly fucking argument. It's just, you have to understand that once you, again, when you have, once the kid is in the world, it's so much more stuff that goes into that. Right. And if you don't have the tools to do it, let me tell you something. When I, being a young dad, I'm, I'm actually, at the time, I didn't see it as a blessing like that. But I'm glad I had my kids young because I don't have the patience now. Right. I don't. I, I really don't. And I'm like, man, I couldn't even imagine. Like, my shit would have to be so much more in order, right, to do it again. So, for because I know how I am now, right. Me at the time, I was just like, okay, well, I'm, I, I got to take care of my kids. This is what right. it is. So I had the energy to work eight plus hours and then try to start my stand up career on the side. I had right. the energy to be there for them and make sure they got their food and and and, and rock them to sleep and and get them dressed and everything right. like that and go to work and get on stage. I had the energy then. Right. I had a partner with me at the time that did, was like, okay, we, we're co parenting and all that stuff. If you don't have that. What is the point? What is right. the point? Right. This let me tell you something. Ian's Ian's daughter uh is is one of the smartest kids that that I've met. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, but I also but I see the energy that you put in to the, you and your wife put into raising your kid. Just like same thing with me and how I raise my kids. My right. kids have benefited from the life lessons that I have taught them and that their mom has taught them in in, in some aspects. And your kids are grown and and not fuck ups. It's, you that's see great. what I'm saying? And that <laughs> was fucking. It's, it's, it, to me, that's hard as it was hard as fuck to make sure just stay on a straight and narrow path. And to even now, I, I I hung out with my oldest the other day, and I still find myself talking to them and giving them, trying to give them life, right. life lessons. My youngest just turned 21. Same thing. I'm talking to them and trying to help them understand the world that we live in today. So what I'm trying to tell people is, just because you pop the kid out. That's not the end of the thing. That's not it. Yeah. It's so much more shit I'm that goes parent. with it. <laughs> it it's to be, I, okay, anyway, I think we got to get ready to move on to another topic. Luca's going to catch up when then, we're getting ready to wrap yeah, exactly. up. He started at the beginning. That's okay. Uh, okay, so as um, Cindy say, uh, say uh, okay. Having another parent involved is huge. I can't imagine doing this alone. Yeah, absolutely. And imagine doing it alone at 13. Oh, my God. I mean, you know, and, and also dealing with whatever I'm not feeding you, the kid because you didn't let me play with the blocks. Right, exactly. <laughs> so and also dealing with dealing with going to junior high and dealing with 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 whatever fucking situation that got you pregnant in the first place, probably a fucking rapist or an uncle or or a fucking, mm. you know, it's like you're going to deal with fucking that and and raise a baby at fucking 12, 13. I mean, I don't care if you're fucking 18 you're too you you're, you're not ready probably you're not let me tell you something my 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 daughters my daughters are amazing young ladies but i also know that there are certain things in life that they still need to learn because they're young just like with your daughter she's young she only has a certain amount of experiences in her life right when you get older then you get more experiences right for you to and this is with them not having kids Right. This is with my daughter's not having kids. This is with his daughter not having kids. Could you? So when you're telling these kids out here that are 12 and 13, 14 years old, not only are you responsible for your life, you're responsible for this life. Right. And you got to fight off the other shit that's going on. Right. You, you understand how crazy that is? So, And what kind of compassion? You're supposed to be so compassionate and you care so much about life. What kind of fucking compassion is that for, the, for that kid, for that 14-year-old, that 13-year-old? <laughs> yeah, no, my my. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's 
It's crazy. She, uh, Cindy's saying she has a 13-year-old who's almost 13 still playing with Barbies. See? A- absolutely, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. My daughter's 14. She doesn't play with Barbies anymore, but she's not that far off that. She no. still has her little stuffed animals. She actually and she makes still- Barbies, just yes, so you exactly. guys. She, she's elevated the game. She yeah, makes she moved own. to China, and now she works at a sweatshop. Um it, 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 like I said, we we just are we're backwards in our thinking of stuff. This is like they were talking about. Uh, was it China, is it China or Japan where you're only allowed to have like, China? Where you're only allowed to have one or two kids or some shit like that? Yeah, I think it's China. I don't know if that law is still in place, but yeah, it well, was definitely it, it, China. It wasn't a horrible idea. In the sense, it's actually a great idea because, because if you have one child, the statistics are if you have one child, the population decreases. If you have two child, two children, the population remains the same. So notice that we've had in like the last what hundred years, yeah, we've gone to seven billion fucking people from wow. like one or two billion. What so up, Michael? A, a lot of fucking going on. If, yeah. if two children makes the even population, and we're and we've gone from a few billion to seven billion. People are having ten fucking kids or something. Look at see, this is this is why we should not allow Avi on the program. <laughs> Avi, I'm not even gonna read that comment from you, Avi. <laughs> but this, see, now I'm gonna put a curse on your Houston Astros, bro. I'm putting a curse on your Houston Astros for that comment. Um, even, uh, even though even though Avi, some people in Alabama will like your comment. <laughs> they will be like, yeah, see. But by, by the by the way, did you see this? This happened. It's come up like three or four times recently. It happened yesterday, I think, is Idaho. Um, or there was this last week in Idaho, they, they voted on whether or not to get rid of a, an, a ban um, on underage marriage, Jesus under 16. Christ. See, it is okay, it's a domino so, effect. So, so, so here's the thing. They, they actually have on the law books that it's okay to get married at like 13 <laughs> or 14. And they put up a, a law to get rid of that law. I mean, right. uh, to get rid of that. And they shut it down. The Republicans voted to turn it down in all of these states. You see? So, so they're, they're like, they're like, hey, guys, we want to pass a law that says uh, you can't ha- get married at 13. And Republicans are like, no, nah, we, need, we need to keep that up there. <laughs> yeah, but see, see once I threaten to ba- a curse his Astros, then he's, <laughs> okay, okay, I got it. I got a point. Um, but see, but think about that. The fact that they were against this to say, okay, listen, all right, since you guys want to do this, let's go ahead and make it to where you can't get married underage. Well, why? What, what do you mean? Well, why? It's not a good thing to get married underage. Right. Why would you not? Why would you be against what? Yeah. See what I'm saying? So it doesn't make sense. But, but well, by the way, see, okay, really quick. Lucas says he finally got to he finally got to the abortion stuff. They find a molecule on Mars, and the headlines everywhere: life on Mars. But a six week baby. Six week old baby is not life. No one's saying it's not living cells. Like that, you're. I, I can't believe that you're being honest about this. That is, he is that that is the most fucking ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Yes, well, a spider's life, but do you have a problem killing a spider? Should you go to prison for 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 uh, for ninety nine years if you kill a spider? And should the shoe company that stomps on it should that person get have to go like? We're not saying it's not living cells, organic material, carbon-based material. When someone says they find life on Mars, or which they haven't, of course, but if they found life on another planet, they're talking about the organic makeup material for plants, life. Plants, yes, stuff pl- that's in the water. These and, are and, all and, life. No one's saying it's these aren't living cells. A small, like a. We're saying it's not a human viable life that can live on its own. That's a baby that that, that is worthy of uh, of, that of little, calling murder. That a little cl- molecule is not applying for a job on Mars. Right, and okay. and, and the thing is, if we stomped on that molecule. No one would be saying, "Oh, you need to go to prison for ninety nine years." No, because that's the it, case. It's, it's not a bunch even of, the same fucking thing. Dude. It's a like, bunch of on. flies out here that would totally right. fucking be pissed right now. Well, Why you know, pick signs actually, there, there's more molecules, I guess, in the hey, eye of a fly than in like a thirteen week old fetus. That <laughs> they're not molecules. More, more cells. But now, so then, <laughs> that's let me how many ask, cells let me ask are. It's something I, insane I, like that. I want to ask you this, Luca. I want to ask you this, and please just give me a regular yes or no answer because we got to get ready to go here in a second. I just want a regular yes or no answer. If if they, until later, by the way, I know. Oh, well, we'll see. he's behind. If 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 they banned abortion, but they said for every baby aborted, you have to take one of those babies. You personally have to take a new baby into your home, period. And you have to provide for that kid, period. Would you be willing to do that? Yes or no? I don't want a long drawn out answer. Don't bring up Trump, Obama. None of that. I want a yes or no answer. Would you be willing to take care of the child of someone that you've never met before, strictly so they could have that kid, no matter what the condition of the baby is? If it's a what you say, it's a drug baby, anything, yeah, yeah. health conditions, anything. Yes or no? All right. Um, 
And uh, all right, well, we we actually we didn't do anything for the no. Post, we, we we did have another. Topic, we're not even doing the post, and we're not. And we and I don't know what to do about the our handful of Patreon people, but uh, we got we got to work on you. But people. but I think the Patreon people, we I think our last couple of shows have been really just like. Yeah, they've been there. It's been it's yeah. been a lot. Of so stuff if you still want to support us, we have Patreon. We have we haven't come up with bonuses for Patreon, but it's two bucks a month. So patreoncom slash thinking If you want to support us, if you don't, I get it. We're gonna eventually get to more putting some special stuff on for the Patreon people that only Patreon people get. Right now, we 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 haven't been we haven't been doing much of that because we talk too much and we go past yeah. our time. But if you want to support yeah. us, it's patreoncom slash thinking and um, it again, just, it's two bucks a month that helps us out. It helps us pay, pay the bills for the studio and, and all for, that sort of stuff. For the other people out there, just pretend it's an embryo. Yes. Oh, that's good. That's all. Just support, two bucks a month. Uh, do you want to kill the, the, our Patreon? Yes. Why do you want to kill our Patreon? <laughs> Let our Patreon be born. <laughs> What's going on? Let our Patreon be born. We got to get the hell out of here. What, what's the? Uh, All uh, right, so uh, you can you can find me at comedianttybarnett.com which has links to all of the other stuff. It has links to the uh, the album that's out called Grown Man Baby Steps, links to the web series, uh, This Is The Bullshit I'm Talking About, links to the Facebook, the Twitter, and Instagram. Go there, and you can email me. I'll email you back and all that stuff. you got questions, so if you got topics that we should put on the next episode of yes. Critical and Thinking, uh, go there. Uh, you can find Critical and Thinking on streaming services. Yep. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all those. All uh, those. Download all the back ones like Cindy's doing. Yes. Listen to all the back ones. We yes. Have, we'll have more guests on again. Um, Pretty soon, uh, we'll get and bring another another guest in here pretty soon because that's that's always fun to have. Uh, our next show, we will have an actual embryo. Yes. Uh, so Let's see how it's talking to. The, what? what, what, what? Um, and you can find uh, Ian Harris at uh, comedian. Oh no, Ian Harris comedian dot com or it's the skeptic comedian. Um, it's a comedian. I don't remember if it's comedian. Mediocre. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. All my stuff is comediocre. But um, but yeah. So just find us. Uh, watch my if you get a chance. I uh, got a special, a couple of specials out. My extraordinary still on uh, on iTunes and uh, and and Amazon Prime and all that. Give it a watch um, and review it. Rate it only if you like it. If you don't like it, shut your fucking mouth. No one cares about your opinion. <laughs> and taking us out, Keanu Reeves. What am I? I am a 13-week-old fetus. <laughs> <laughs> Critical and thinking. Todd Barnett. Ian Harris. See you Peace. next time.